Hailey Bieber is getting basically canceled and I actually might get fired for this. I think Selena has a huge victim mentality. You and I have a interesting situation. We date sisters. My grandma died 12-ish years ago, something like that, 12, 13 <laughs> years ago. Why are you laughing? That's so fucked. But um, so my grandpa married someone 10 years older than him and she died uh, this past, this year. <laughs> Alright, bro. Nikita Dragon is hot. Oh, that's actually nuts. She's hot. If this was in a culture of like 30 years ago, I'd be a lot more like, oh, sh I'm gay. I gotta kill you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like ASMR? For real? I've never gotten into it. Like that. Ugh. It's called, uh, ASMR makes me mad, and so I actually ended up looking it up why watching someone do ASMR pissed me off. It's called misophonia. Channel's called misophonia? It's, called, it's actually called misohornia. No, it's called misophonia. It's like everyday sounds piss you the fuck off. Give me an example. Have you, has somebody ever chewed next to you, and you're just like, if they don't stop chewing, I'm going to throw this right hook straight into the jaw? No. Never? Never. Oh gosh, I just self-diagnosed myself with something. No, it I, happens rarely. I this I I don't know. The small things like that just don't bother me, I guess. Like like people like chewing with their mouth open. That that shit don't bother me. Or um mm. it's like people dragging their feet. That shit don't bother me. Mm. Like I'm just like whatever. Like if this person's happy doing that, I don't give a do you. Why? Why do you why do you think you're so uh fine with that? Uh because I feel like in my past I was picky about things people did and people mm. get angry at me about it so i was just like all right you know fuck it i'm i'll let you do you then yeah. and then if other people other people get fucking mad at you because that's the common thing people get pissed at is dragging feet and chewing with your mouth open i'm the exact opposite to where like my entire life little things have never made me upset but as of like the past year or two i've realized that things start to bother me like, like give me small give me, things give me some things you get I, I never road rage but oh no, no that's i i road rage like a motherfucker bro oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah rachel calls me out on it when i'm in a car like someone like turned in front of me and i was like you motherfucker fuck you <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing i'll like throw my hands yeah. i always, this is my thing i don't i don't like flicking people off i'll just go like this like what are you doing and do you do you purposely try to make it to where they can see you yeah oh every because i know there's certain drivers that'll even roll down the window and they'll be like Psst. Oh, I, I don't run. <laughs> Rolling through the window is extra as fuck, man. Like, Zzz, fuck you. I'm, that's <laughs> a lot of energy. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. But man, it's just, I just, I get so mad on the road. Whether it's like I'm in the left lane on like the turnpike and someone's going like flat 70. And it's like, move. Yeah. Move. So I guess, you know, that stems from like people lacking common courtesy when people lack common courtesy in other avenues, mm. is that when you get pissed as well? Maybe in like, a sense, like when someone doesn't hold the door, mm. like they see me coming and they just like, they're coming out like going to racetrack and they're coming out. And as I'm going in and they just storm through and just don't acknowledge that I'm there. I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, all right, this guy's a fucking dick. There's a zone though. There's like a meter. So I, I see like zones. There's, I can see like a circle and if that person's not in that circle, I'm not holding the door for you. Yeah, I mean, but, if they're if they're 15 feet away, I'm not holding the door. Like I'll make an attempt and be like, oh, I'm holding. 
Okay. And like go you inside. Yeah. And it makes it look like, <laughs> hey, if you were six feet closer, I would hold this door for you. But in it, in their mind, I get it goes, okay, this guy would have held the door for me. But yeah, it's like, I'm not going to sit there for 10 seconds as you take your time to the door. So what if it was, uh, I guess, is it a volleyball out or is it a basketball out? Like if somebody's on the line of should I hold the door open for them and make them like walk a little bit faster out of common courtesy for me? <laughs> do you hold it open? Or if they're on that line, you do you like let it go and then you walk away and you're like, See, I've done it too many times where I've had like held the door for someone like 15 feet away and I've seen the awkwardness in them trying to hustle to the door. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, like, yeah thanks, man. And they just hustle and I'm like, ah, I, I just don't want to wait for people like that. Or like when you go to a restaurant and you hold the door for like your family and six other families come out right behind them. Where's what, Kyle? It was like, it's like, what's the point of, where's the point of you just letting go of the door? Is it like when the first person touches the door or is it when everybody comes through? For me, when I'm in that situation, as soon as I find someone who is a man above five foot six, <laughs> so someone without short I, short person, what is it? What's the uh, it's, syndrome? Short man syndrome? No, it's not short. Man. It's um <laughs> com- something complex. Oh, uh, small man complex. Something something like, like that. You get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. So someone that's not gonna get angry, like this guy's fucking six two. This guy doesn't fucking respect me. <laughs> Yeah, hold the fucking door. You can hold the door for all the women. You think you're better than me? <laughs> you think that's uh do you think you would have that if you were short? No, uh I, I can't say, but I have multiple times been like, I wish I was two inches shorter. I wish I was like six foot mm. or six one in certain situations. Yeah. Because it's like being the tallest person that works in the same job as you. And you're always the person that's like, hey, can you go reach that for me? Yeah. And it's clear you're doing something. That shit gets annoying. Also, it sucks being tall when it comes to being out and dancing. Something about tall people dancing just isn't right, you know? It's, I have no coordination with my legs. I have no coordination with my legs at all. When I'm dancing, when I'm running, I look like a fucking giraffe. So do you just focus on the upper half? Yeah, my upper half, I'm always just flowing. But it's like my lower half's just like shuffling like a little midget man i guess the best perspective i don't know if i would have a a small man complex or a short man syndrome whatever they call it the best perspective i could have is if everybody else was seven foot so imagine everyone else being seven foot and you remain the same height you are do you think you would have a complex and only very few people are still that's the height you are no because i would know that they would die 20 years before me being that true I'd be like, I'm outliving you. I don't give a fuck about you you being seven foot. The center on... He was on the Dallas Mavericks and then got traded up. Oh, Zubon? Yeah. Zubon. They don't let people in the league with diseases. Oh, not Zubon. uh, Boban. 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 They don't let people in in the NBA with diseases that make them super long and tall. Boban doesn't have a disease. He has to have a disease of some sort. I I actually have no idea. But he he isn't like I've seen seven foot tall people look completely normal. Like Shaq looks like a normal human being. Boban does not yeah. look like a normal human being. Boban looks like if you took you know the movie Gremlins, yeah. You know when they touch water, turn into little like reptilian looking things. Yeah. If you stretched out one of those Gremlins, that is Boban. <laughs> like I hate I I hate the shit on Boban because I loved him when he was on the Clippers, but that's that's Boban. People, have you heard of people? I don't. They have uh, excess growth hormone, excess GH. 
to the point where their hands and their nose and ears get really big, but everything else stops growing? No. Well, people, you know how they say your ears and nose, it's an old wise tale, they never stop growing? I've never heard that. There's a small truth to that to where uh, people with like uh, growth hormone disease with excess GH, they just, their feet and hands grow, grow, keep growing in their 20s and 30s. And then eventually the doctor's like, yep, you have this disease. I don't remember the disease name. I learned it in nursing school, but it was more so just a fun fact disease because it's rare as fuck. Holy fuck. No, I've never never seen that. Yeah. And it gets to the point where people, like, usually their hearts fail because their hearts keep getting bigger and stuff. Oh, shit. So it's not yeah. just, like, small, like, phalanges and... Yeah, it gets bad. That's rough. I... Like I've seen the I've seen the diseases where people um they age really fast. So it'll be like 13, but they've grown they're like a raisin at like 14, 13. Have you seen those? That's just called bad genetics. <laughs> That's awful. But yeah, it's like I've seen yeah. I forget I back when uh what's it called? Vine was a thing. There was a couple there's even a couple TikTokers now. I don't know like the exact names of them, but they have that complex and they got famous. For just being kind of, I hate to use the word oddball, but for being oddball, they're not doing anything on camera that's exciting. They're just sort of doing whatever. They're doing like a silly dance. They're not very coordinated, but it's because they look so odd yeah. and they're so out of place from like the societal norm look mm -hmm. that people are drawn to it to follow it, to comment, and be like, "Hey, good job!" Hey, like, dude, the dude's not special needs. Like he. He has a normal brain. He, you don't need to be like, hey, good job, God. Yeah, you're, you're doing great. It's On the flip side, it's kind of the same as having an, a big butt. Explain. If you're a girl and you have a big butt and you're doing nothing out of the norm, you're just doing the normal TikTok dance. Oh, you get blown up. And so <laughs> if, if you're 13 and look 30 and you're doing a TikTok dance, you're going to blow up. It's the same thing as having a big butt. I, I What was it? It might have been on uh, Twitter. And... um. It was a, you know, you've seen the bots. You're not on Twitter. So there's no. bots. There's like sex bots on Twitter where they're like porn bots where there's they'll, in comment section, they'll like post a picture of like some random person in a bikini and be like, how do I look with like a splash emoji and like a peach emoji and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I fall for those every time. There was like 40 year old dudes that comment on those obviously <laughs> fake accounts being like, you look so good and like all that kind of stuff. And every time I'm like, are these 40 year old guys bot accounts? Are they real guys that are just so out of the out of touch with social media and what bots are that they fall for it every single time? They're I don't real. get it. They're real. I've realized I've gotten a little more sarcastic. And sometimes when sarcasm doesn't land, I have realizations as like people fall for stuff easy. I was at work and I was telling this girl I work I uh, serve at an Italian restaurant and I was telling this girl that I made a guy relapse at my table because I sell happy hours so fucking hard <laughs> and he hasn't drank for 20 years I was just like oh my god really like I mean gotta do what you gotta do I'm like <laughs> that would not be the reaction I would expect from someone I would be like that's terrible yeah no but but going off that sarcastic bit, you know how sarcastic I am. I'm yeah. sarcastic all the time, very dry jokes, all that kind of stuff. So in our uh, building, we get Instacarters all the time. They 90% of the time, they don't really speak a lick of English. And so I'm sitting there in my dress clothes. I have like my button up. It even says like ABC on my chest, like right here. That's about it besides my name tag. And I'm on my computer typing up reports, looking through like Excel spreadsheets. 
And this guy comes up to me and goes, do you work here? And I looked at him. I was like, no. And starts walking. And I'm like, good. I was like, I, that's not my job. Like, do your fucking job and find what you're looking for. Because if I said yes, it would have been like, where is this? And I was oh, like, no, yeah. like, stop. Like, you got to find it yourself. Yeah, it's like, so it's part of your for. job. Like, I'm not, do I get a cut of your pay? No. You should pull out a tablet. Are, do you guys collect tips at ABC? Uh, I mean, we can. But usually, like, if we do, we put it towards, like, a pot. So it's like, if, you know, end of the month, if we get $100 in tips, we get to get, like, coffee maker or something like that. Or lunch for the crew and stuff like that. Pizza party? Pizza party. Small little half-inch slices. <laughs> Make sure you get, like, 10 slices. This episode is sponsored by Rebel. Rebel has a smell-proof bag that's not only smell-proof, but it comes with a built-in rolling tray. We got four Ziploc baggies, a UV glass stash jar, and two and two dube tubes. Not only does it have all of those accessories and is completely smell-proof, completely smell-proof, it also has a TSA-grade combination lock so no one can open this unless you want them to. You'd have to tell them their code. My code's 000 because I'm an idiot. We love this bag. This bag is literally the best. We use it everywhere. Mr. Go Get the Gas uses it. And not only that, you know we're all about saving money. Uh, we got a code for you. Wet Slap 10 for 10% off your purchase. W-E-T-S-L-A-P. One zero. Also, there's a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like the bag, send it back. You will love the bag. Also, there's a lifetime warranty. If something happens with the bag, you let them know. They'll take care of you. These are selling fast. We have this ad read a lot. These are these are flying off the shelves. If they're on shelves, they might not be on shelves. They might be on a floor or in a box. They're flying out of a box. Thank you, Rebel, for sponsoring this episode. As always, love you guys. Back to the program. Um, do you know the girl named HRH Collection? No. She so she posts on. She owns a jewelry company. I I was about to say it sounds like a boutique. Yeah, and she posts on YouTube these rants, and she just rants about different shit. Sometimes she gets a little political, but that's not her shtick. Is is politics? Mm -hmm. She has this cat named Meow, M A O Meow. He's said M A O. Yeah, Meow Meow, not Meow Meow, and uh, took the cat into the vet. Gave him, they gave him anesthesia and a little bit too much. And uh, cat's basically blind. So she got her cat back all blind. And she posted an Instagram story of her cat and at the vet in this little cage. And the cat kept walking around, bumping its head into the walls because it can't see. So they had to like pad the walls with blankets. And so she's recording her cat just walking around, walking into walls repeatedly, being like, like temporarily yeah. blind or permanent? I'm getting updates by watching her Instagram story, but she has her back at the house or him at back at the house and he keeps walking into walls and like stairs and stuff. So imagine taking your pet to the vet and then getting <sighs> your pet back blind. That's got, that's like, oof. That kind of reminds me of, uh, you remember Bailey Um, when I used to date, how her mom died from just a root canal. Wait, you didn't no. know? Yeah. Like she had what? a she had a, like a basic root canal done, and however much time later she died from it, infection. No, I don't know how exact, but the doctor did something wrong no. with the root canal, didn't treat it properly, and it just chopped her brain. She died. It was insane. That must but be it's a just rare case. Medical malpractice. It's insane. I wonder if that that kind of situation falls under medical malpractice. If there is some sort of pet medical malpractice. Damn. 
those those type of things you just can't plan for. And then also there's a lot of older folks I know that grew up in, uh, you know, lower income areas who refuse to go to the doctor because they, when they say they go to the doctor, they, they get worse. Oh, that's actually nuts. Yeah. Like if you go to the doctor and find out what's wrong with you, like, well, for one, what you don't know can't hurt you. Yeah. Two, the meds and the procedures end up having a lot of cons compared to the one pro of fixing the situation. Yeah. Oof. But it's like, I mean, I, um, about probably about a year ago, I started going to the doctor because I started having like unusual heartbeats, heart murmurs and that kind of stuff. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm getting kind of like not pain in my chest, but sort of like a strain feeling almost like a chest strain like when you work out too hard but I, I wasn't working out at the time so i was like it can't be muscles it can't be any of that and i went and got i forget what exactly it wasn't not a cat scan i forget what it was mri maybe something like that and they're like yeah everything looks completely fine i don't we don't know what the problem is i'm like you gotta tell me what something something's wrong because obviously right. this isn't normal like this isn't going like i don't know what the fuck is going on did it subside? Eventually it did, but it's like I had to, um, I, I changed everything I did. Like all my routines I changed. Like I was out of the gym for like a year. I cut caffeine out. I um, tried to manage stress. But it's like even when like if stress or caffeine was a problem, my doctor should be able to tell me that. And they yeah. weren't able to tell me that. And I'm like, I'm having to do all this stuff myself and WebMD everything. Well, it's kind of sad and this is why holistic uh, medication and holistic um, like procedures and holistic doctors are blowing up is because we're finding out that there is no wonder pill that can fix you. Like this random white pill in an orange bottle, and you pop it and you think that's just going to make you lose fat or it's going to make your heart feel fine. Of course, medication can save lives, but people think they can just take a wonder pill, bro. And when yeah. you pop this pill, all your problems that you have told your doctor will go away. No, there's habitual things you do daily that affects the way you feel. So, uh, bro, I don't, it's hard to like put my faith in doctors and hospitals and stuff. I actually have ranted a couple times on the podcast about it being a more of a business than anything. Um, they basically keep people long enough to keep people alive long enough to take all the money they've saved up their entire life. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Um, and it starts with culture. I can't blame it on hospitals, like owners of hospitals. It's just the culture perpetuates this dynamic of going to a nursing home and spending all your money or being on life support for five months and just spending all the money you've ever earned in your life. Mm -hmm. Instead of when you're 23 or when you're 22 and have that heart problem, Going to a holistic doctor or having a, a doctor with a degree say, hey, Kyle, you're actually like five pounds too heavy and you drink like 500 more milligrams of caffeine every week too much. Mm -hmm. Or like, hey, that thing you're stressing about that you shouldn't stress about. Here's a therapist because that's actually causing your heart to hurt. Exactly. Like people don't they don't do that. They're just like, are you dying? Okay, can you walk? All it's right, like, am I dying or can I get through this with a pill? It's, that's pretty, There's no yeah. median to that. But topic of doctors, have you heard? I don't know if it's a theory or a fact, but behind um, antibiotics. How we, or, or I'll let you explain it. I think I do know where you're going with it. About the mass 
like virus that antibiotics may be able to cause in the future that could wipe out the human race kind of thing yeah it's, it's very real kyle that's insane. very real i know i'm every time i'm prescribed an antibiotic now i'm scared to even take it the more we use it the weaker they become and uh Damn, I wish I read about this right before because I was well-versed in this. Because it's like the more you take an antibiotic, it fights out the virus, but it never depletes the virus. And then the virus becomes immune to that antibiotic to the point where there is no antibiotic to fight certain viruses and they become super viruses. And exactly. be able to wipe out the entire race. It's and like a pendul- pendulum. I'm learning new words. Pendulum. Like pen- yeah. Pendulum. It goes up and then here's the breaking point. And then the biotics, antibiotics aren't going to work no more and the viruses are going to be super fucking strong. That shit's terrifying to me. That's why they don't, they, it's not encouraged, but it's used daily on our foods and mass production. How, you know, it says antibiotic free. Mm-hmm. That's a really good thing because they are using antibiotics in our food, of course, to keep it clean and healthy for us and keep viruses out of it. But using it in mass production is making it fucking quick. Like antibiotics are not going to work in years from now. It's going to be absolutely insane. And doctors are going to have to figure out some other way to fight viruses. You're going to get <laughs> you're going to get all the anti-vax people popping up like, "See, I fucking told you. You shouldn't be listening to these people." Damn, we just got de- demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of TikTok, I am kind of upset with TikTok. Of course, it's a Chinese-owned social media, you know, but every time I post a clip about even mentioning the name of andrew tate who (laughs) say it one more time it's it's marked um as inciting violence or harassment and no matter what context it's in and that's creepy as fuck that we can't have a discussion on a topic that doesn't incite violence and that isn't harassment but it still just gets flagged just because it has somebody's name like i'm i'm about to lose a forty-two thousand follower account because of that that's actually wild. Yeah, that I've been working on for like two years. And that put money in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like to- I'm so not well-versed in the, like the Tate universe just because I never caught on and watched any of his videos. Yeah. I only ever see sort of the aftermath of whatever happens in whatever situation he's in. And I'm just like, I, I don't understand this. And I really do not give a shit. Like, I, yeah. And it's kind of the same with like, I hate the be like this but most tiktokers and famous people like why should i care about this famous person's life when i have my life to worry about right so i think um with andrew tate i don't think it was ever him and i don't think it was ever what he stood for or the videos he made or the podcast he went on i think it was just what he kind of represented in a time where everybody was fearful of losing this like freedom of speech like having this random Having masculinity get fired down for years upon years and now femi- being feminine is like worshipped and then being masculine means you're a piece of fucking shit. Yeah. Even though that's kept us alive for generations. And of course, our freedom of speech being tampered with by the government with everything that went down in quarantine. I think Andrew Tate, it was never him. It was just the idea of this guy who couldn't get tampered with. He's saying the shit that like you would get fired for but he's already rich like you yeah. can't cancel his ass but they did and now he's in prison you know <laughs> he's in prison you know who shows masculinity right who i think you know who i'm about to say liver king liver king <laughs> liver that is the only person 
whenever they post, I have to watch every single second of the video they post. And it's not because I follow his primal tenants or anything like that. That dude is so fucking funny, whether he's being purposely funny or it's just ironically funny. Like it, it like he went to, uh, I think I showed you this video. He went to Hollywood Boulevard with all the, the Hollywood stars and he's like, I'm feeding all the my primal brothers liver today. And he goes with the fucking Godzilla. He's like, Godzilla. And he throws liver on Godzilla <laughs> star. And it's like, dude, you are king comedy. Like, it, I don't even think out. That's the thing. I don't know. It'd be funny. Like, I know, I know he's 70% of this is all his social media act. Like, do I think he acts like this off camera? No. But do I think he goes on camera purposely to try to be funny like that? No. But it, it's just, it's hilarious every single time. I just. <sighs> one thing about Liver King, I found out he sleeps on pallets with like one blanket underneath him, him yeah. and his wife. Yeah. Sometimes I just think about his wife and being with this fucking lunatic. Liver King stands for a lot of things that I really agree with. Let me. Uh... Yeah. No, I, I've heard a lot of the podcast and it's like outside of the eat liver and be primal, all that kind of stuff. A lot of the stuff he believes in, I'm like, this dude is actually fucking awesome. Yeah. Outside of eating liver and doing whatever fucking steroids he's doing and all that kind of stuff. Like the things he stand for, like that, the, like fighting depression and like the him being like anti-suicidal and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, dude, I'm so fucking with it. Like being self-positive all the time. I'm like, I'm so with it. Do you think you could handle a dad like Liver King? Like if your father was Liver King. In the sense of being ex like just social stardom in the way he is or just his personality? Every like physically his son, like everything you're interpreting his fame, you're interpreting his tenants, you're interpreting his home and how he lives and how you have to live since you're in his no, house. I, well, so I don't, that's the thing too. I think outside of his videos, his sons don't eat the liver, don't do anything like that. Because if there was a video a while back mm -hmm. where it showed his sons like eating the liver and they didn't cut the video properly and you heard one of them spit it out. <laughs> so I don't think he forces his kids or his wife to eat this liver. I think his wife's doing a great job of being on board and supporting in his videos. But I think his, his kids are sort of like, We're, we'll be in this video for 10 seconds, but don't make us do this fucking crazy shit. In his defense... Um, I think eating raw meat is pretty fucking dope, actually. And I've been meaning to do it. I like, mean, you get more vitamins from it because you cook them out when you cook them. But I just, I, I don't think I could get over that hump of forcing it down my throat and getting used to it. I've been taking creatine. That's extreme. Getting big on them. That's extreme. Yeah. Uh, when I first called you to do the podcast, I had this topic I wanted to talk about and, uh, you know, you don't even you don't even have to be a basketball lover to uh, kind of join this conversation, but it is basketball based. Um, JJ Reddick called out Kendrick Perkins <laughs> on the ESPN talk show First Take. Um, Kendrick Perkins, along with Stephen A. Smith and a couple other people that join that show often, even Dwayne Wade at times, do quote unquote. This is what people say: race bait where they bring race into the conversation when it doesn't need to be about race. JJ Reddick, very smart guy, very articulate, has been in the culture since, you know, he he left Duke and went into the NBA. Called out Kendrick Perkins for making the MVP debate about 
white voters saying 80% of NBA MVP voters are white. And that's why Jokic is going for the third MVP. And then stat padding and all this other shit. What did you, you ended up watching that, right? Yeah. I mean, I watch uh, get up every morning and that's always followed by first take. So I always get like the first 30 minutes of first take in the morning. You always get the first take. Yeah. But I, (laughs) so listening to podcasts with Stephen A. Smith, his whole thing is ESPN stands for entertainment, sports, whatever, and entertainment's first, sports isn't. And part of that is circulating views. Do I think Kendrick Perkins is racist? No, not in the slightest. I think if anybody was in that seat that Kendrick Perkins was in arguing with JJ Reddick, I think they would have brought up the same thing articulate views because i don't think like the argument of in my opinion of the white voters voting for Jokic because of him being white is kind of false just like jj reddick said like was it the past 23 years only two white guys have won mvp and that's steve nash was i agree steve nash robbed kobe of an mvp easy steve nash was not the best player in the league at the time and i get that 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 mvp doesn't make sense to me but Jokic has been an absolute monster but on top of that, I do agree with Kendrick Perkins in the sense that Embiid's giving him a run for the money. Like, Jokic is not the runaway MVP. Mm-hmm. I just think that to articulate views, that was the proper way of doing it to sort of form an argument between the fan base of first take. I I, I don't really know how to feel about it because I, I don't think the NBA voters vote with racist intent, prejudiced intent. But um, he might have a different mindset than what I'm thinking. He might have a totally different way of explaining it to where he could get me to say, oh, you might be fucking right. But I... Yeah. Now, I mean, now that I do something in media with, with the wet slap, I've realized as I'm growing and as viewership is growing, there is certain things I can't do out of the good for society. And one of them is using and or dividing people in order to gain views. Yeah. So whether it's a, a truly an original thought from Kendrick Perkins or whether it Kendrick Perkins kind of knew it was going to stir stuff up and it's good for first take and good for him to get his name out there. Yeah. That second option is way worse. The first option of Kendrick Perkins actually being like, hey, man, like all these white people are voting for white Nikola Jokic. There's an argument to be had there. Personally, yeah, no, if, if 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 he has a valid argument for it, I'm yeah. all ears. But I guess I did, I didn't look into it far enough to hear his argument. And I mm-hmm. guess that's where my argument might be flawed. As a white guy, I can't vote for a white guy. Even I mean, ja, I mean, Jack Carlos says it's in a rap. The ones that hate me the most look just like me. People who are people who are in the culture or, or in, in the bl- black culture achieving things who are white usually white people will just hate on that white person because they kind of have to tyler hero on the miami heat i who was i i was talking to a buddy who's big into the nba and he's like yeah i can't his favorite team is miami and he's like i I can't wear a tyler hero jersey because i can't wear a white guy's jersey as a white guy does that make sense like white people can't support white people because it seems like you're supporting them because they're white i feel like basketball is the only sport where that's relevant True. Think about it's it. Predominantly, like I mean, black sport. Even football. Football is a predominantly black sport. Not as much as basketball. 
not as much, but it's predominantly black. And people wear like predominantly every. Oh, I don't even know what the percentage is now because there are a lot of black QBs, but a lot of QBs are still white. Like Joe Burrow, everybody rocks a Joe Burrow jersey. Josh Allen, everybody mm. rocks a Josh Allen jersey. But I think like I I kind of have to agree with them though. Like I've never owned a white man's basketball jersey because you feel like you can't, right? Kinda. I I think it has more to do with play style. Like I've always owned a basketball player's jersey that is a flashy fucking player. Like I Carmelo Anthony, right. Tracy McGrady, Penny Hardaway. Like those are players I've owned jerseys of, and it's just because they're flashy and nice with it. Like what white person is nice with it? Like T Mac. Well, I can't, I'm not gonna say T Mac. Like, I'm not gonna compare somebody to T Mac. Okay. Um, just who's nasty with it as a white guy? Like uh, Nikola Jokic is just he's fundamentally sound. It. Yeah. Uh, Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves. He's doing. Some I feel like that's re- that's recency bias though. Yeah, because he's been he's been blowing, bro. But that's he's kind of nice. That was his but what's his average even, this season like. 13 a game or something like that, but then he popped yeah. up for 35 against the Magic. Like, he's yeah. not that nice with it, but his highlights are sick when he has highlights. Well, even even there, me even saying an answer to that and saying Austin Reeves, I like was like, ooh, why am I saying it? Why am I <laughs> like, why am I like supporting a white guy like in the NBA? Oh, I shouldn't do this. I felt that. I felt that emotion. Yeah. So, first off, I think Joel Embiid right now is the front run- he is the front runner now as of like today or tomorrow because they've won like what nine in a row like they're yeah. hot and, and Nikolai Jokic there's very few players that have even gotten three MVP rings and we've honestly we have or MVPs and we've held them to a super high standard of um like are they making it to the championship and are they winning a ring um and Nikolai Jokic hasn't even made it to a championship yet yeah, the finals yeah because even in the season where uh westbrook um averaged a triple double and he won mvp there were still questions he's like this guy's not gonna make it to the finals he's not gonna win the finals or anything like that why does he deserve mvp yeah. mvp is a regular season award in every sport but for some reason the argument comes in the playoffs it's like oh but he just flopped in the playoffs it's like no like it's eliminate what just happened the past two weeks in the playoffs who had the best regular season that's that. Like, I don't, I don't understand why people argue so much about playoff performance when it comes to MVP conversations. Yeah. So, all in all, on the NBA talk, Kendrick Perkins, of course, he's not racist. But, and of course, JJ Redick. I think as guilty as Kendrick Perkins is for race baiting on first take, you know, JJ Redick probably enjoyed coming on that show and being the smart guy and being able to have oh. that high horse. Oh, he's and be like, y'all, you know, the undertone of him basically saying, y'all know what you do, y'all race bait, and like I'm personally sick of it. And he per- like he that was the undertone of what he was saying to the show in its entirety. So here's a hot take: JJ Redick's not going to be part of ESPN much longer because of that. Not because of that, but every time he's on first take. He takes over that show and overthrows Stephen A. Smith. I love Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, I think he's the one of the best entertainers in sports media. But I don't think JJ Reddick does know how to entertain. He just knows how to spit facts and just be very fact based. He doesn't know how to entertain, and I don't think ESPN's about that because JJ Reddick is not an entertaining person on ESPN at all. Mm. He's just a very factual person. 
but there i think there's room for a guy like that well there'll be room for him as his own show on like a non-entertainment kind of show whether it be like inside the nba or whatever like something where it's just like they're just spewing facts instead of trying to entertain like a drama the drama and headlines and more so like actually covering the sport itself. Yeah, exactly. I like Richard Jefferson by a lot. The Rich, I, I like him. I love RJ, bro. Yeah, he's cool. He's he's for some reason every time cuz was he was on um The Jump back when it was called The Jump yeah. and whatever it's called now, I forget what it's called now, but he's just he's one of the smartest ball heads I've heard on like talk TV like that. Like he back, he's just he's like JJ Redick. He just backs up everything he says, but he also is able to entertain. And I think that's why he's yeah. gonna have a spot in sports entertainment for a long fucking time. Yeah, RJ's dope. It's cool that he refed. Did you know that uh bodybuilders purposely don't train certain muscles to look bigger? Like what? So um the what is it called? The external obliques, you know how they want to have tight hips? Yeah. They purposely avoid working out their external obliques right here and only doing their upper obliques in order to have that hourglass shape. And then also for their calves, they purposely don't make their calves too big because having too big of calves will take away from your uh, quads and hamstrings hourglass look. So they'll avoid, they'll go through programs avoid avoiding training those muscles bodybuilding and all is not a healthy way to live life no not at all like the dehydration factor of it the whatever mm-hmm. else did all the artificial stuff they put in their bodies and all that kind of stuff the health like the eating regimes they have to go on whether it's fluctuating from like what 1200 calories a day to, to bouncing up to 4500 calories a day it's terrible they, you know, having the hormones as an overweight person is bad. And then having the hormones as a person with crazy muscle and a super low body fat is just as detrimental to your body. Um, the Trent Twins. There are these two famous uh, kids in the uh, fitness industry right now. And they take, you know, anabolics. They are open about it. They're not natty um but they say you know there's a lot of what what people do to their bodies to prepare for shows and the nasty cuts they go on and shit is just as bad for you as them doing anabolics and that's their argument is that you're destroying your internal organs by cutting down to fucking three percent body fat for a show and it's true Mm -hmm. that's look at ronnie coleman Dude, have you seen Ronnie Coleman? You're saying these names. I don't know who the fuck you're Ronnie talking about. Ronnie Coleman? No idea. Pull him up on the screen. This huge... I've seen... Okay, I've seen videos of that guy. And now he walks around with those crutches that connect to your forearms. Mm-hmm. Because he can barely fucking walk because he got so damn muscular. And now he's old and he has muscles, but his skin is flapped down and he can barely move and walk because he lifted too heavy. That's him. You see him in the left. I, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about now. It's not good for you, bro. And people hate on CrossFitters. Have you ever done CrossFit? I have no interest, man. I like taking my time at the gym. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. I feel like taking your time at the gym is so much better for your body overall. Yeah, but you don't think uh, raising your heart rate? Oh, no, no, no. I'll raise my heart rate. 
But at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and try to power through my workout in 20 minutes just to get True. it done. Because then, it, then it's like I feel like I'm going to have a fucking heart attack because my heart's beating so damn fast. And I feel like that's more unhealthy for me. Damn, Kyle, we got to get your heart checked out. I swear. I mean, I've got my heart checked out. It's. Did she bring it back to you? Never. It's tough. But, oh. <laughs> Something I want to talk about. Okay. What are your thoughts on Martha Stewart? She's kind of bad. On, be honest. Honest thoughts. Don't, don't like, honest thoughts. Joke. don't joke about it. She's, uh, I think her and Snoop are a good duo. So, good point. Good point you just made. Did you grow up in a household where it's like people your parents' age and your grandparents hated Martha Stewart? No. Okay. Why do people hate Martha? That's the thing. I've I've come to a consensus that people our parents' age and people their parents' age do not like Martha Stewart for whatever reason. But our generation has grown up to have Martha Stewart as like our generational generation's grandma in a sense. Yeah. I don't think any of that would have happened if she didn't like become a partner with Snoop Dogg. If that yeah. makes sense. I feel like Martha Stewart is not in anybody's life our age until she started doing these cooking shows and everything with Snoop Dogg. Well, what was her story? Because I think word got out that she got arrested for marijuana charges, right? And then Snoop Dogg kind of like stood up for her. I, I actually have no idea about that, but I did. I dug down a little bit and I looked it up. I was like, why the fuck does do older people hate Martha Stewart? And it was like in 2002... She had put money into some stock and that stock blew up overnight and she got really rich off of it. And everybody claimed that she was doing insider trading and insider trading when you're famous is like so fucking frowned upon, even though everybody who's famous for the most part, I could think does insider trading. Yeah. Insider trading. And so away from all that, I don't I don't know why this got so deep, but so I'm at work and we have um, whatever rock station on the radio and the music cuts off and all of a sudden it goes, hey, I'm Martha Stewart. And she just goes on to talk about how you should get the booster shot. What? Yeah. What? And it's a whole commercial. And I'm like, why is Martha Stewart doing a booster shot commercial? I was like, that is the weirdest thing thing though and then i clicked in my head i was like everybody loved martha stewart because of snoop dogg i was like that appealing to the audience but i was like this is so like in my head i was like this is like the weirdest fucking commercial i've ever seen or heard not seen it's weird to commercialize that and that manner too is just odd What, what, what martha stewart yeah the specific audience i just i guess i don't un like I hate to keep talking about the whole Vax thing and all that kind of stuff, but celebrity, like getting celebrities to do commercials for vaccinations instead of doctors. Yeah. I get it in the sense of people look up to these famous people and people want to be like these famous people. So, hey, get your booster shot like these famous people. But what company did it? I I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. I mean, we could easily look it up after this and find out, but I was like, this is like so out of the blue and so weird. Selena and Haley. 
Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber? The whole drama going on with them right now? Do you know anything about it? I don't. But I heard Rachel and my mom were talking about the other day. And I, <laughs> I, I was like at the table with them. And I would just, I, again, I sat there and in my head, I was going, why do you care so much about these people's lives? I agree. So much. I don't get it. It, it, it is odd. It is odd that everybody cares so much. Haley Bieber is getting basically canceled right now. She She's getting hated by everybody on the internet. Brands are commenting on all her posts saying like, fuck you, brands. Brands are. And I kind of have a, an odd take on this. Wait, I, so why is she getting canceled? <laughs> or so shut out, I guess. This is going to be the girliest thing you've ever heard. Drama alert. Selena posted something about not liking her eyebrows. And Haley... What she posted on? Uh, either... I don't remember what she posted on. I, I think she posted on Instagram, but I know... Was it a comment or did she make a whole post about it? Well, Selena Selena made a video saying, oh, I don't like the way my eyebrows look right now. Like a story oh, or something. Oh, I thought you were talking about Selena had said it about Haley Bieber's eyebrows. No, but then Haley and... Which Kardashian? What Or which uh, Jenner? Kylie, Kylie Jenner, uh, were on a FaceTime call, I believe, and they posted an Instagram story of their eyebrows and like touching up their eyebrows and being like, eyebrows look good today or something. And then boom, boom, war, fucking war. They're going at each other, trying to cancel each other's careers. Brands are joining in. People's moms and girlfriends all over the nation are fucking talking about it. Justin Bieber's lost the mix. He might he doesn't even know if he believes in God anymore at this point. JB is turning into a Satanist. Really? But butterfly effect, eyebrows turn into Satanist. <laughs> <laughs> but also it, there is more depth to it. People are saying that Haley, so Haley Bieber started off as a fan of Justin. And Haley and Justin got married two months after him and Selena split. Haley, they do side-by-side videos of Haley copying what Selena said before, word for word, doing things word for word, becoming close friends with Selena's friends that aren't even famous. Kind of almost like Haley came in as a super fan and just basically stole the identity of Selena. And there is certain odd facts that can be slightly believable. I personally think, and I actually might get fired for this because everybody sides with Selena. I think Selena has a huge victim mentality. I can tell by the way she talks. I can tell by the way she foreshadows. I can tell by the way she even enunciates her words when she's talking about touchy subjects. And you know, I'm just going to be the bigger person because my mom was Hispanic and taught me how to be like this. And... I have love for Haley. She's beautiful. She just speaks like a victim. She is a victim. And I think she has a victim mindset and she's pinning it all on Haley. And this whole war started with eyebrows. Honest question. I saw your video where you said that 70% of your audience is female. You like that? Does this topic have anything to do with that? Stat a hundred percent. Okay, because I was I, I'm seventy like, percent. I'm sitting here. I'm like, why is he talking to me about this? <laughs> it's like I, the last I, I I couldn't even tell you the last time I 
Selena Gomez, the kids show. That's the last time I like Haley Bieber the was kids famous. Show? The kids show. Where's Wizards of Waverly, Waverly Place. Haley Bieber was famous before dating Justin Bieber, wasn't she? What's her What's her real last name? Shit, I know way too many Haley's. I think her last name was Boyad or something like that. I don't fucking know. I, but I think she was in the mix. She was in the mix of like being, she wasn't A list, but she was at least B list. I feel like probably okay. Because I'm like I, I don't know. I someone said her last it's like not Steiner Steinberg. I don't know, but yeah, that weird topic. But I get it. You got to appeal to the females that are listening because we talked for ten minutes about NBA, so you got to <laughs> reel them back in somehow. Yeah. But you know, I became interested interested in it because I've heard it being talked about so much and i'm when i found out the context of why it just kind of amazed me i had to bring that up don't shit on people's eyebrows don't do that that's such a weird like if unless you don't have any eyebrows why the fuck do you care about something or or unibrow why the fuck do you care about eyebrows why do you care about the guy that pulled out in front of you because he pissed me off man (laughs) He could have hit me, man. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but that, those eyebrows aren't going to change your life. You and I have a interesting um, situation, and I feel like we never talk about it. I don't know what you're talking about. You and I, we've been, we've been best friends for a while, over the years, and... We date sisters. We date sisters. Yeah. Our girlfriends are sisters. <laughs> I get that's the fuck. You know how many guys that would like best friend duos that would hear that and then they would go, what the fuck? That fucking rocks. Yeah. <laughs> and you, and, I feel like you and I never talk about it enough though. And so I wanted to talk about it today. You know what's funny is I brought up to Rachel the other day. I was like, if you've ever seen any bit of the Kardashians, there's so much drama that goes on in the inner family. And then the husbands are sort of just there, not arguing, sort of just like standing to the side. And that's, that's what we are. Because so much stuff uh, goes on with their like family. I don't, oh I don't want to go into detail or anything like that. But we sort of just stand on the side and are just like, everything will be okay. And I, I try to participate sometimes, but then I just realize it's fucking not for me. No. Because I'm like, I want to show that I'm like here. Mm-hmm. But some of the stuff just doesn't doesn't make sense sometimes. No. It's just like, it's like, so this, this, not drama, but this situation stemmed from what exactly? And then they tell me and it's like, why? Why did that yeah. stem from that? And why did that even happen? Girls, you know, whether we like to admit it or not, all individuals think different, but specifically men and women think very differently. And when it comes to like family dynamics, especially in, I guess, the situation we're in, the husbands don't involve themselves in family drama. It's just the woman settling it with the aunts, settling it with the grandmas. And settling it with the moms. The grandfathers are smoking cigars. The other grandfather's dead because he smoked too many cigars. <laughs> We're just fucking drinking and having a good time. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, they're arguing inside. <laughs> yeah. 
Like I remember um back so my grandma died twelve ish years ago, something like that, twelve, thirteen <laughs> years ago. And why are you laughing? <laughs> that's so fucked. I love at inappropriate times. It's that's okay. You gotta cope with it somehow. But um I'm sorry, dude. So my grandpa married someone ten years older than him and she died uh this past this year. <laughs> Alright, bro. I can't even fucking talk. <laughs> Why would he marry? I think it was more or less. I'm sorry. Someone that he could relate to and just be with in a sense. And so she died. And during the whole funeral process, are you going to laugh when I said she died again? Was that, is, is the word die just a fucking trigger point to you? Like it just makes you laugh? <laughs> I got something wrong with me. Yeah. But um I'll let you get through it. I promise. Something you. happened with like her kids or something like that. They weren't very supportive in the funeral process. Okay. And my mom got really upset about it. And my dad was sort of just like, it's fine. Like, this is my family. If it's not bothering me, why is it bothering you? And she would get pissed at him for not like really caring that much. So my dad's like, look, like, is it affecting me? No. Why is it affecting you? And it's just, I feel like it's the same sense like you're talking about. It's like with a lot of girls. Well, they'll just make it yeah. their personal dig when it shouldn't be their dig at all. And I wonder why. I wish I knew why. <laughs> I thought you were going to follow that up with a, like an actual like, I wonder why. Well, here's why. <laughs> yeah, no. I wish I knew why. Because, uh, yeah. They spend so much energy. And as a man, I just don't have that energy. Mm-hmm. Don't. I, and the, if I do have energy, I'm fucking going to drink a cold one with the boys. You know? Yeah. It's like if I have energy, I want to sit on the couch, <laughs> pop open a cold one, and just watch something. Yeah. That's that's the energy I want to exert. I want to go play pickleball. I want to. Oh. But hold on. Before we start talking about okay. pickleball, I have one more thing related to the girlfriend situation. Okay. I want to preface this with a question. How confident are you in your fighting abilities? Low. Okay. So we relate in a situation. So my confidence in my fighting abilities is if I can land the first, because I have a heavy fucking hook. If I can land that first heavy hook and hit him, I'm fine. If I miss that hook, I am fucked. If I don't either get him to the ground or somehow, you know, retaliate and be able to get another hook, I'm fucked. I'm not very confident in my fighting skills, but that follows up. So in the situation where you have to stick up for your girlfriend in public, like someone disrespects your girlfriend. Oh, shit. What happened? No, no, no. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Oh, this but is a I, hypothetical? This is a hypothetical. Oh, my damn, Kyle. What Rachel always tells me how guys like catcall her and stuff like that. And she dis- works at a and bar. Dis- and di- yeah, and disrespect her all the time. And I've always thought about it. It's like, if I ever stick up for her in public, but I get my fucking ass beat, do you break up with her? <laughs> <laughs> and this isn't, this isn't particularly Rachel. I've thought about this with all my ex-girlfriends before. But if you get your ass beat in front of your girlfriend sticking up for her, do you break up with her? 
I think I think you break up with her because you know she wants to break up with you, but she's gonna wait a couple weeks. Or like it's, the, it's like your ego's eating at you. Like she thinks I'm fucking soft now. She knows <laughs> I can't stick up for her. What am I gonna do for this family? Well, well, to, to go back to the question you prefaced with the how confident are you in your fighting ability? The reason I I say low, and I feel like you relate to this. I'm gonna. You know, I'm definitely going to beat up somebody who doesn't have training the same way I don't have training. Yeah. That is same size or smaller. I definitely have a 50-50 chance. Some people are just naturally scrappy, though. That's true. That's true. But there's no winner in a fight. I hate to go this route with it. Yeah, because it's either you win the fight and your knuckles are broken, or you're losing the fight and your face is broken. Like, dude... I still have this fucking scar. You see it on my knuckle? Yeah. From someone's tooth. Who'd you punch? Baseball stuff. Don't worry about it. Baseball stuff? Don't worry about it. Who? Can just I, the stuff under the rug, just man. Just first name. No, no, no I, I don't know the name. Someone oh, on another team. when you stormed the fucking... When y'all stormed the... Uh, uh, no, that, don't worry about it. Just It's under the rug. It happened in the past. I'm not bringing up any names. I'm not I bringing remember. up any teams. Because I don't need someone seeing this and be like... No, actually, we beat your ass. Just, just know I punched someone in the face. I have the scar on my knuckle. That's all you need to know. That's dope. And I, yeah, it's it's probably the coolest scar I have. But yeah, I really, really want to punch somebody, but without the repercussions oh, that come immediately after, and without actually hurting somebody. I've never had such an adrenaline rush. At, after you connect the punch, it's just like I want to keep going. It's like, what's up, buddy? Yeah, it's like, what's up? Boom. And you're like, oh. And you know, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm able to do that. And it's like um, those animes where like th- they do their like their signature power for the first time and they like yeah. wipe out everybody. And you're like, oh, fuck. That's fucking jive. It's like, yeah. that. it's it's exhilarating. But at the same time, like my knuckle was like open for like a fucking two weeks. It was awful. Like the weirdest pain I've ever had in my life. Just like on the tip of your knuckle like that. Because it's such a weird spot. It's like every time I'd go like this and just flex my hand. It would just open up. And I'd feel like every little thing hitting it. Like wind and like. Damn. Ugh, it's awful. Like a root canal. <laughs> Why is death so <laughs> funny to you, bro? <laughs> uh, I haven't been sleeping much. Oh, word? No, I have been sleeping. I'm just fucking around. Duh. <laughs> so, on sleep, do you know about the hat man? No. Have you, you, have, you haven't fallen down that rabbit hole on TikTok? No, hat man? Does he wear it's, <laughs> So, you know about the paralysis, the sleep paralysis demons, right? Of course. Someone decided, because there's a movie called The Hat Man back, I don't know when it came out, but it's like a shadow guy. He has like a fedora on, but everyone's like, oh, I see this guy in my sleep. And I was kind of said, that's my sleep paralysis demon is the hat man. And so hat man. the um the podcast I listened to, this kid's explaining how he, yeah, that how he's seen um the hat man and all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden someone just like cuts him off. He goes, This is a fucking TikTok trend. You don't actually fucking see him. Your life isn't TikTok. Stop <laughs> stop making your life every TikTok trend you see. And it was the funniest thing. That reminds me of people on Facebook. They still do it to this day. Like and share this or else you're like going to hell or this will be under your bed it's or like your grandma's dying. The forward chain on um, <sighs> the office when Michael gets addicted to the <clears throat> forwarding emails. 
what what's the episode again i forget exactly the whole pra- like parameter of the emails but he gets addicted to forwarding chains and all that kind of stuff whether they're jokes or like what you're saying like that he gets addicted to them until they finally cut him off like My- michael no more forwarding no more <laughs> chains didn't he didn't he forward something that like ruined his Ruined his relationship or something with, uh, with the corporate Jan. woman. Yeah, yeah Jan. Jan. No, he forwarded the. He accidentally sent out the um, which one called the pictures of her and him in um sandals, oh, sandals, yeah. Jamaica. <laughs> Michael is just if he was a real human, of course the actor. What's the actor's name again? Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Michael is probably the best person to run into at a at a bar and like talk to. Well, I don't. I don't think you understand. We have a live. You've worked with a living, breathing Michael Scott. Whether you uh, Chick Fil A, yeah. Hold on. Think about it, Danny. Danny. Ha! <laughs> Danny. Danny. Danny's a real life Michael Scott. It's. It's not close. Yes. His he is. Just he's so unintentionally offensive, like Michael Scott. He has corny jokes, like Michael Scott. He tries to be buddy buddy with you in a way after hurting your feelings like Michael Scott. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you are living in like embodiment of Michael Scott. And even Miles agrees too. He's like, th- he's a fucking cornball. Like he is Michael Scott. It's ridiculous. Danny's a great guy. Oh, trust me, I love Danny. Love Danny to death. Danny's one of the fam- one of my like top ten favorite people I've ever met in my life. But he is Michael Scott. What celebrities have you met? Including athletes, of course. Like, define Matt. Possible conversation. Possible conversation. Not many. Um, Francisco Lindor, I've met. uh, Bo Outlaw. Um, Fuck. There's, um, what's his name? Our mayor, Mayor Orlando Dyer. Rick Scott? No, that's the governor of Florida. (laughs) Um, Not Bobby Dyer. Um. Whatever his name is, met the mayor of Orlando. That's not really a celebrity. I haven't met many, man. I feel like I'm not. I feel like most people meet celebrities like clubs, bars, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not out in Orlando bars or clubs that often. I've been trying to have uh, a guy named Brian the Diamond on the show who lives in Orlando. But uh, I recently had a guy named Sneeko on. And Sneeko is the opposite of Brian the Diamond. Sneeko, I think, has scared away a couple guests for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. I think so. People I would get uh, at least a message back from have not been messaging me back. And like uh, regulars that you've had on before to bring back on or just people that you would expect to come on but just don't want to? Expect to come on. Okay. And then also I lost a lot of followers with Sneeko. I gained a lot of followers with Sneeko of Mm. a different of his audience yeah then i lost a lot of followers of my remaining audience damn so uh this podcast stuff gets real man hold on you want me to shoot a shot for you so yeah. i'm famous in claremont yeah i'll look at this one you know who rg3 is no RG3? Rob, robert griffin the third so let football? me football football heisman winner like great i think he won heisman but um great i he lives in claremont and the story behind how I know he lives in Claremont is horrible. And I'll, I'll get the story out of the way before I shoot, shoot a shot for him. But so I'm on, I'm playing games with Zach on my PC. And he goes, yo, 
did you know RG3 lives in Claremont? And I was like, no, how would I know that? He goes, he just posted a uh, tweet saying that he's in Claremont, like at his house. And I was like, oh, what tweet was that? And he goes, oh, it's the one with this dog. I don't read the tweet or anything like that. I just quote tweet it. And I was like, oh, wow, you live in Claremont. I was shooting my shot. I was like, you ever need someone to show you around or, you know, take you to some good eat spots? I'm here for you, man. Just like really like corny, you know, white guy kind of quote tweet. And then I read the tweet. He lost his dog. <laughs> his dog ran away. And here I am. He's like, his dog ran out of his backyard in Claremont, Florida and all that kind of stuff. And here I am, the asshole quote tweeting like, hey, RG3, you, you, live, in, you live in Claremont? Let, let me show you around. <laughs> like, I was so embarrassed. I took the tweet down within like 20 seconds. But so here, Robert Griffin, the third. You are one of my favorite ESPN analysts on ESPN. You are funny. You're very smart. Come on this podcast and talk with Brent. I'll be here because if you're here, I'm here and I love you. So here's my shot at you. Thank you. All right. And he wants to show you around Claremont. Oh, I, lose your dog again. I'll help you find him. I know <laughs> every, I know every, yeah, he found him. I will show you every dog hiding spot just in case he runs away again. Come here and meet these two dogs. Yeah, I swear out. I would love to have a conversation with Robert but, Griffin III. He, if you watch, any, is he that good? Is he is he above football? Like, so is there? It sounds like there's a his, lot more to RG three than his just career football. ended very tragically with injury. But he was like a beast in college. He got drafted by what was the R words? Do you know what I'm talking about? You can't even say it. it it's a it's an ongoing joke. But oh, okay, by the R words. And he was arguably the greatest quarterback that they had ever drafted. He was a beast. He, I think he might have run rookie of the year. He was on pace to be this insane quarterback. No team could stop him. And then he, I, I don't know exactly what it was, but it was like either his ACL or his knee, but like having both his knees and ended up like pretty much ruining his career entirely. Like they brought him back too soon and then it happened again. And so he finally retired, went to ESPN and he's an insanely good personality for ESPN. Like he ran, he raced a fucking hawk in a three piece, like a two piece suit, two or three piece suit, and beat the hawk Damn. on TV at the combine. That's or it. not at the combine, but at a game. Like the dude is all about content, and he he's is hilarious. Yeah, and he knows so much about football and sports. So why does he live in Claremont? Again, I, think, I don't know. I, I think the spot's underrated for sure. I think I think there are more athletes and famous people that live in Claremont that we know that of we know. that just aren't public about it. Yeah, there's a lot of famous motocross people here, famous wakeboarders. Um, the NCC's right there, so I'm sure there's a bunch of famous swimmers or not famous, uh, uh professional swimmers around here. And even you gotta even you gotta of. think about it. Like even Shaq's down the road in Windermere. Yeah. And it's like, what's Claremont turning into? Windermere. Mm -hmm. so why not join in and get property here before it blows up so drastically especially with like the olympus coming here that whole big training center and all that kind of stuff all yeah. the expansions the mineola groveland's did you know groveland was rated in the top 10 of fastest growing cities in america that has to be wrong no groveland what has groveland, groveland done that's what i was saying i have no fucking clue but i it was two years ago i read the I don't know how 
This was before all those website fact checks and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know how accurate it was. It's not like the blog that tweeted out the biggest dick, the guy with the biggest dick lives in Claremont. Did you ever see that <laughs> one? It's not like that, but it's it was true. like, it was like Groveland was like number nine, but it was like all these other towns across the United States. It wasn't just towns in Florida. It was like across the United States. So I was like, how the fuck is Groveland number nine? How did that even catch wind? Guy with the biggest dick on earth lives in our city. Twitter. But how does something local turn out to like convince everyone here? I don't know how to fake news, man. That do was like want, we should do something. <clears throat> we should do like what? We should Jerry Seinfeld dead at sixty-five. Oh, let's make a okay. <laughs> let's make a fake podcast clip right now. This is all going to be included in the long form. Okay. Of Jerry Jerry Seinfeld dying. Right, let's not do. Uh, let's not actually do Jerry Seinfeld because I love. Jerry you Seinfeld. want to do somebody I, else? I love Jerry Seinfeld. I couldn't. I couldn't keep a straight face just because I like. I like Jerry Seinfeld. Ben Shapiro, coming out as gay. That Ben Shapiro found sleeping with um, a man. With a man. With oh, let's take it up a notch. Okay. Who um, what's one of those famous um makeup guys um. Oh, I just had one. Uh, let me find his name real quick. Uh, he just. I had a guy from a host from Pocket Watch podcast talk about how this guy danced with this girl, Mac Daddy. A- his name's Angel Marino. He's a famous. Makeup. What's James Charles is the most famous. Who's the, who's the one that everybody mistakes for a girl every time they see him? Oh, you're talking about the actual transgender Nikita Dragon? Nikita, there you go. I'll tell you what. Wouldn't that be something? Nikita Dragon is hot. I honestly, I couldn't give you a valid. Do you want to see opinion. a picture? Sure. I want. I want you to be honest. Honest with me. Nikita Dragon, her nuts into a dress. <laughs> Was that too much? <laughs> no. Tell me she isn't hot. You scroll. You scroll. This just in masculinity dies on this podcast today. Nikita Dragon. Oh, that's actually fine. nuts. She's hot. Like if you met her, you would not question it, and you would not. If she here, here's a hypothetical. Let's not make a fake podcast clip. I don't want to ruin the internet the same way First Take does with all their race bait shit. Nikita Dragon, you are dating this girl for a year. Pussy is bomb. You meet her parents. They all love you. And you're thinking about popping the question. And you love this girl. And you love her, bro. And you've been in love with her for a year. And so you have a ring. You're planning everything. She lets you know, I was born a male. And you go, what? She shows that she got surgery. She shows her kid pictures. She shows through... High school, her as a boy, and then she shows, uh, you know, she shows her the genitalia surgeries. What do you do? Do you really go? Do you really go? Is she able to have a kid? No. So you leave. Yeah, I think that's the turning point. Yeah, that's a, that's a good answer. Because at that point, it's sort of like you know, own a family, man. Do you even even after she tells you you sleep with her a couple more times though or no? I 
that's such an awkward <laughs> any answer i give is so awkward it puts me in a weird place bro oh my god dude i love podcasting that's great oh i think i would in that scenario like i'm not i you know year in and if i've had sex sexual relationships with nikita before and then she told me i would just be like it is what it is yeah it's like you can't erase what already happened yeah if this was if this was in a culture of like 30 years ago i'd probably be a lot more like oh shit i'm gay but like i gotta kill you now (laughs) (laughs) don't worry it's only gonna be a second um but now that's 2023. What the fuck year is it? It's 2023. It's, 23. it's March already. It's almost April, bro. It's that's 2023. Nuts. All right, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. It's 2023. How's Selena and Haley? <laughs> You're just reeling back that audience again. That's that's two topics now. You're probably reeled in that female audience. Nikita Dragon? Well, just talking. Like, you're probably... That whole audience is probably like... Yes, for him, he he would sleep with her still. They understand. Period. <laughs> you want to do a draft? Sure, let's do a draft. Let's uh, what's the draft? You want to do? Let's do a draft top- and and the episode because we're at a hour fifteen. Oh, but let's fuck. run a draft. No worries. You want to do like top five most recognizable celebrities in public? Oh shit! Sure. You want me to go first? You want? Um, you go first. So are we having five picks each? Five picks each. Not a snake since there's only two of us, but just back and forth. Okay. So top five most recognizable most recognizable celebrities on earth. Yeah. In public. In public. Okay, you go first. Michael Jordan. Oh, I gotta disagree with that one. I'm gonna go with uh Kanye West. That's a good one. Fuck. Um I gotta think though. Uh second pick, Adam Sandler. Oh, okay. Well, I see where we're going. Uh, yeah, this is a weird one, but it's just true. I'm going to have to go with uh, Logan Paul. Okay. Number three. Shakira. Ole, ole, ole. You see just, that video? Yeah, of course. Of course <laughs> I have. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, so this is four for me. Fuck. Um, Tom Brady. Okay. Well, it's, you know, real quick side note. It's kind of odd that the most recognizable people, recognizable people on earth are all uh, athletes for the most part. Well, it's because they're on TV every single night. Yeah. And sports is a shared language across cultures. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to go with, I'm going to have to sit on this for a second might, now that we're digging deep. I might have a steal for number five if you don't You say might. It. You might. I'm going to have to go with, not Elon. I don't think Elon's face is recognizable. Fuck. I'm going to have to go with Tiger Woods. <sighs> You yeah, did a huge swing and a miss. You ready? Trump. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I knew it. As soon as you said I like... Ah! <laughs> I'm going to have to go with... 
the most followed person on Twitter? Barack Obama. See, you know what's funny? In my head, when I was saying I have an obvious one, I was like teetering back and forth between Barack Obama and Trump. And Trump's, I was like, Trump wins. I feel like I feel like Trump for global global perspective wins that. I one last thing. Remember the video of him in um, I think it was Puerto Rico throwing the paper towels. I th- I think I think about that clip at least once a week. I think that might be that being one of the funniest things on the internet and him saying we need to get ASAP back ASAP or we need to get was it ASAP home ASAP on Twitter. <laughs> that was probably the funniest tweet I've ever seen in my life. Like I think Donald Trump is a lot funnier and relatable and harmless that people give him credit for. People give him credit for. Donald Trump has said things, but we all do. If you guys heard what I've said in my lifetime, you guys would hate me. Oh, dude, like I, yeah. Donald Trump is just a fucking goofball, dude. There was rap music about Donald Trump before he was hated by the Matt. Just, he was painted to be a bad guy. He's done some bad things like any president has. Like, go ahead, keep but going. But he's funny. He's Donald Trump is funny. He's an icon. I would wear a shirt with Donald Trump on it if I didn't get beat up wearing it. Yeah. So... I actually talked about this at work the other day, and I'll make this quick. Anybody whose aspirations it it like whoever's aspirations it is to be president, that should be an automatic red flag. Yeah, for president, someone that wants to run a comp like a, be one of the most corrupt business people in the country, kill people overseas, demand orders to kill people overseas, and do all this corrupt shit. That's your dream job. You've got issues. You've got serious fucking issues. Yeah. My dream job is uh, um, sex work. But this is a great episode, Kyle. I can, think... I get, can I get one more thing off? Of course you can. This is a big shout out. Um, I'm going to sit up for this one. Major League Pickleball. I would love to be your brand ambassador. <laughs> you don't have to pay me any bit of money. Send me a t-shirt or two here and there. <laughs> it does not matter. Let me help you grow the game. I love pickleball. Just send me a t-shirt. I love the Orlando squeeze. Let me help you grow this game. I huge fan. Let me, let me do this. Pickleball. You heard it here, folks. It's a growing sport. Um, we're playing it probably tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'm going to buy a, a newer and better paddle. Pickleball is a lot of fun. You should try it. Also, you guys should try liking and subscribing. Um, we did a little draft as a little segment here at the end. If you if you stuck for the end, uh, comment who you think won, me or Kyle, on our drafts. Uh, maybe actually if my editor wants, I don't want to roll them through the, the ringer, but just pit all the names that we pit right here, right now, right beside me of Brant and Kyle's picks. Um, like and subscribe, you fucking bozos. Peace.